guys, it's Chris. Thank you for coming back again to watch the third episode of the podcast. I really appreciate it. Episodes one and two did really good, or at least in my opinion. They got about average 30 views per episode, which is really cool. I mean, 30 people actually care about what I have to talk about, which is very surprising. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so today we're going to have uh, Andy on the podcast again, like always. Uh, we're going to have Angel coming back for the second time. Uh, we're going to be talking about jobs, past, future, present. Um, funny stories about our jobs, where we worked. Um, few, a couple of us are going to school. Um, actually, I think we're all going to be going back to school, or we are already in school. Um, we're going to talk about kind of our our, our uh, degree choices and um, where we plan to go in our lives. Also, um, we're going to be talking about past failures, kind of stuff that has brought us up to this point in our professional careers. I know we're 25, we're in our 20s, mid 20s, early 20s. We're talking about you know failures and accomplishments and where we're going in life. Uh, it's a good thing, I would say. I mean, we should already have an idea of where we want to go in our lives. I'm 25. I already have a plan, and I'm kind of just chugging along towards that goal. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about that stuff, chewing the fat a little bit, kind of, we might get sidetracked. Um, so just please bear with us. So, uh, let's get this episode started. Let's, let's get this train rolling. Grab a drink, grab a seat, and thank you for wasting your time with us again. Like always, this is, this better be on. What's going on, man? Hey man, how's it going, bro? It's going good, man. It's going good. Just waiting for Andy to get on this thing real quick. Uh, that's good, bro. You know, just came back from the gym. Kind of tired, dude. Oh, my God, bro. What'd you yes, do today? Uh, just same thing I always do, bro. You know, just little push-ups, just running on the treadmill, um, little weights here and there, bro. You know, not taking it Can you hear that me? into it. Yeah, man. What's up, guys? Hey, what's up, bro? <clears throat> well, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good, man. Just hey, uh, busy at work. Let me apologize in advance for any background noise because the whole fam is here again. Oh. <laughs> and lock I really yourself, thought... Lock yourself in a room. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, cool. No worries, man. No worries. No worries. We're going we're gonna to try to push through this episode. Uh, so, guys, welcome back again. Episode three. Episode three. Let's go. Almost, three. almost a month, man. Almost a month. I got a, I got my drink here, kind of celebrating the third episode. Kind of a success. Kind of a success, man. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. It's been nice. Yeah, man. So now that we're talking about no, well, now that I'm on the topic of drinks, what's y'all's favorite drinks? It could be alcohol. It could be. Soft drink could be whatever. Oh, it's gonna be alcohol. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Jack- I, I, I don't, I don't doubt it. Jack Daniels. Yeah, if I'm gonna drink I something get... straight, it's gonna be Jack. Yeah. Hey, that's my boy. Nice dude. Jack Daniels. Yeah, I mean, man. I, I'm not. I mean, when I was a minor. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> when when I when I did when I did not when I did not drink because you have to be over the age of 21. But when I was a minor, Liar. when I was a minor, I uh, would think about drinking how Jack, Jack and Coke and thinking about how it would taste. You know, thinking about that in my mind, I wasn't a fan of it. Now that I am 21 and that I can drink, I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> I, well, we I don't know. It's... Your bachelor party, bro. Uh, well, yeah, we were all also over 21. Everybody there was over the edge. Well, not everybody. 
Yeah, not everybody. They couldn't go to the strip club. <laughs> we didn't go to a strip club. It was not a strip club. I don't this know. Was, was, this episode is like not that. about that, Angel. <laughs> <laughs> this episode we, is sponsored by strip clubs. Let's go. No, it's not. <laughs> we will. We will actually. That's pretty. That's a pretty good topic for a future uh, episode. We'll talk about uh, our weddings, man. Once once the time gets closer. We'll you think we can get parties. sponsored by a strip club, though? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think they throw out sponsorships, sadly. I don't, well, I don't think we well, have the clout either way. I mean, your bachelor party's coming up. That's what I'm saying. We can, we can, we can, we can, you know, in a future podcast, we can talk about. Uh, we're definitely going to recap what we But we'll talk about, yeah, our bachelor parties or, or stuff leading up to the weddings. I think that, that would be pretty cool. That's a good topic, actually. Uh, my well, going to my my favorite drink. Um, if it's beer, Shiner, obviously. Um, if it's if it's a mixed drink, kind of fruity, gin and tonic. Well, even though knows? even though it's not fruity at all, it's just you know, I don't know. I just I just don't think it's a bold move going up to a bar and asking for a gin and tonic. Actually, that's that's how you know that you have. Big ones, man. <laughs> when I'm not afraid. Yeah, yeah when you're a, not afraid to do it. Let me go to sex on the tonic. beach. I wasn't a big fan of that, bro. Gin and tonic. I wasn't a fan either, man. But it's out of nowhere, it just, it just, I don't know. I just got the the cravings for it. Um, I mean, I don't, I'm not gonna go to a bar and ask for a sex on the beach or Cosmo or anything like that. Um, although Cosmos do taste good. Surprisingly, they taste good. I just don't put it in a. In a little foofy glass, like I'm not, I'm not about that. Not that you know, not that I would feel emasculated. I just, I, okay, well, I guess it is about the whole feeling of being emasculated. <laughs> but um, Andy, what are you, man? What do you? I mean, you're you're a Jack guy, right? Yeah. Um, if I'm gonna have something straight, but I'd, um, what are they called when you put juice and champagne? Mimosas. Oh, mimosas are. Mimosas are pretty tasty. Uh, my favorite drink, though, is those buckets I made, dude. The Malibu, uh-huh. the that's uh, the, that's the yeah, that's definitely my new favorite. I mean, it sounds good, dude. What, what, how you how you explained it last week was, it sounds good. I mean, I have to, I have. It's definitely a party drink, I no doubt. Absolutely, yeah. You're not gonna do one of those by yourself, yeah. It's it's not for that. You it's probably you could. Have, but... You could, yeah. It's just a lot of hassle, man. And then like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it just seems like. The the way that it gets you drunk is best done with friends. Oh, dude, but I mean, it's terrible the day after. I mean, I, I remember I used to drink, you know, the sweet stuff. I used to drink rum. Dude, rum and Cokes with lime. How do you say it? Cuba Libre? <laughs> it's, dude, they're, they're, super, they're super good. Like, dude, that stuff is amazing. Like, I could drink that all night long, but then be dying the next day. Um... But good, good little opening intro. Well, guys, welcome. This is uh, this better be on. Kind um, be talking. We're probably gonna be talking for maybe an hour, hour and a half uh, through the end of this episode. I really do hope that this microphone has been on the whole time recording this, because if not, it would be just a waste of time. So, either way, it's gonna be a waste of time. So, the guys, again, thank y'all for wasting your time with us. Uh, did anybody ever? Did anybody see Fauci's opening pitch? Though for opening day, the pitch for opening day. Nah. How was it? No. Absolutely terrible. Like he I'm guessing he's like a what maybe a 70-year-old man, 60-year-old man. 70 plus, man. Can't throw a ball to save his life. 
can't throw a ball dude, to save his life. It was terrible. Was I wish bad. I could. I wish I could say something, but it's like I mean, you can't. You can't throw something sixty feet. Like you can't. I mean, it's it's really not that hard to throw a ball sixty feet. It doesn't take much effort. It's just, come on, dude. I mean, I don't know. It was pretty bad. Like your your dad never taught you how to throw a ball. But that okay. was probably, that was at least sixty years ago then. That he was yeah, no doubt. Because I'm like, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta keep in mind the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, Jones though, when we're seventy plus, I hope I can do that though. <laughs> Not like him, but better. No doubt, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. All right, guys. So this this week we're going to be talking about um, jobs, past, future, past, future, present. Um, Kind of like funny stories that we, if we have any funny stories, I'm sure we have a whole bunch of stories with our job. Not so funny, but um, yeah, we got a bunch of them. Drinking on the I job. Mean, well, me, yeah, I mean, me, me and Angel, I mean, we worked together um, for actually for two of our jobs. We worked together. Uh, I've mentioned that, you know, in earlier uh, episodes. So, yeah, we've we've worked together in two jobs uh, and both for a while, actually. I mean, we worked together maybe what? I would say like four, like four years, Angel. Uh, the first one was about two years, three years, and I think the second one was I was there just for a year. Yeah, I'm saying like in the total, we worked together for like four uh, years. yeah, about four years. So I mean, Angel, go ahead. You you, you start there, man. Uh, give us your first your first job. Uh, let me see. My first job was at Wing Saloon Bar and Grill. Oh man, that was that was an amazing job. Like I had so many experiences there. It was funny. Uh, we slacked off a lot though there. I'm not gonna lie, bro. <laughs> What we would do, we would go in the back and just drink beer while we were throwing away the trash, but nobody knew. (laughs) (laughs) And there were always the ugly beer, Milwaukee's. Oh, my God. But you see, the best part was when when we would be cleaning up after the the customers, and there was an empty, closed-off bottle. So we would just take it back there and start drinking it. Oh, yeah, dude. So we used to – Andy, we used to – when the night's ending, obviously, we do last call. Um from two o'clock, you have well, lights come on one forty-five. Last call comes on one forty-five. Right. Uh, from two o'clock, I think by law you have fifteen minutes to get the the bar has to be completely vacated within from two o'clock to two fifteen. It has to be completely empty, nothing but employees. Right. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure that might be the law. It might not be. I'm not too sure. Anyways, um, so at one forty-five, we would kind of start picking up all the tables. So me and Angel were busters at the time. We would start picking up the tables, and uh, I mean, we, we we would just. I mean, you can't take beer out of the premises. They can't. You can't take them off right. the premises. But what was what was weird is that they never opened the bottles. I think I think if you give a bucket, you have to take off the top just so people cannot leave uh, the building with unopened bottles. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't take them home. Um. So yeah, they had, they would they weren't open, so they would they wouldn't give them open, and so. Um, yeah, dude, we would we would take the the buckets with beer in them still, and we would just we would drink them, dude, on the side, man. <laughs> That's wild. sometimes we, sometimes we we would scrounge like a six pack. We got like a six pack, dude. We, we would like get uh, we would just pick up bottles. Like it would just be six total once we had six, or was it six or five? No, it was five. It was five. We get a bucket, and usually like oh, they're middle lights or whatever. I mean, me and Angel didn't like that, so we would get you know we'd get a bucket of of ultra we get you know something else that 
Or Budweiser. I think Budweiser was something yeah, that we Budweiser. <laughs> that was man. We have. But y'all would y'all get drunk with that? Like, no, nah, no, we wouldn't get drunk with those. I think it would. We, it would, we would share it amongst each mm-hmm. other. Like we weren't just. It wasn't just me and him. We would sometimes we would give the bucket to the the kitchen staff because the kitchen staff would work from like I can't remember when we opened the doors. I think we opened the doors at five. So from five to like midnight they were working. That's wild and like. Dude, a long amount of time mm-hmm. to be working, and it and so yeah, dude, like I mean, to be fair, seven hours, I do sometimes like ten, eleven, but it's not so much the time. It's like when you're working like that, it, you know, it's got to be fast paced. Like I'm sure those guys don't take any breaks, like seven yeah, it was, long it, it continuous hours. That that's what kills, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah, dude, and it would get super busy. Like sometimes it would. Some days were more than were more than right. Others. I think Saturday Saturdays were the days where it would get stupid packed. Like stupid packed. I think they would make like, I can't. I mean, maybe like fifteen thousand profit. But Saturdays um, but, was the best noodle, bro. Winks had the best noodle. That's the best part about Saturdays. Or was it Fridays as you well? You know, uh, fr- no, it was Saturdays. Mm. Yeah, no, I don't know. They might, they might have just used it for Saturdays. Then I can't remember honestly. It was, it was, you no, know, it was Friday and Saturdays. At eleven, they had menudo. Dude, that menudo was bomb dude like something my else. mom's menudo is yeah my mom's menudo is good like you know of course we're gonna swear by a mom's menudo mom i'm sorry for listening to this but wings had better menudo like it was just like just i don't know what it was man it was just super yeah. good and the thing is, is that sometimes it would sell out sometimes it wouldn't so we'd end up leaving saturdays like with like four you know four 32 ounce cups of menudo to take home Sometimes we wouldn't even wait till we get home. We would just eat it there at the bar <laughs> when we were counting our money, turning in our, our, our stubs and everything. Dude, it was awesome. Working that place was pretty cool. But Angel, continue on, man. We'll talk about stories after this. Okay. What was your uh, second job? My second job was at a Dolphin Platoon, so pretty much just a nonprofit uh, company that helped out the troops overseas. And that's where you worked as well. So we would just package um, just supplies like socks, food uh, to the troops overseas. That was my second job. And, well, you know, the situation that happened there um, – I couldn't, yeah, <laughs> yeah you know the situation, the reason why I had to leave. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. went back to school. After school, I started working at Carizales as a uh, medical assistant. But uh, it wasn't for me because I wanted to make more money. So I returned back to school to get my associates in biomedical equipment technician. And I'm currently living in Houston, working at a company that, um, <clears throat> that um, repairs and calibrates medical equipment for hospitals. Sweet man, that sounds a lot more professional than what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm just a grocery boy, but yeah, <laughs> I just rep pallets. I just rep pallets all day long. Hey man, the only reason that I went back to school is because <laughs> making seven twenty five to nine dollars to eleven dollars. I was like, I, I don't want to be doing this. At least I want to have a nice house. Like my parents try to give me as much as everything as they can, so I want to do the same when I have my kids. So that's the only reason I returned back to school. Definitely, dude. I, I I can roll with that. Yeah, man. I like it. That's a good answer. Not only that, but you you're just you weren't complacent. Like you weren't, you know, you you up, up until this point. I mean, you've been striving for more. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, uh, which is which has been great. Yeah, back then I was with uh somebody that um like sorry to say, but yeah, was holding me back. But uh, after um, me and that person split up, it was just it was just better off for me because I found myself and uh, I just focused myself on what I wanted to do with my life. That's what okay, Jada. We get it. <laughs> it's, it was an it was an entanglement. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, in the sense, yeah, dude. I mean, you kind of were entangled. 
I mean, you were you were in a position where you know you you, you kind of like you were you were t- entangled, but you were a little bit a little bit like blinded by the entanglement, oh, yeah, I guess, man. right? Yeah, I thought um, I was gonna get married, bro. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we we all we all think that the high school sweetheart yeah, is gonna be the for one. real. Doesn't work out for everybody. Yeah, and then they end up boning the whole time. But I mean, um, <laughs> oh my god, bro. But yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, it 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 sometimes it takes you know stuff like that to happen for you to really open your eyes um and kind of move on man i mean you got it'll it'll come a time where you're like already fed up with and i'm not just talking about relationships i mean just being like in a in a in a spot where there's just no growth like i think you'll you'll just end up hitting the roof at that point where you'll be hitting the roof and you're craving growth and you're not you're just like yeah if if right off the bat you feel like there's a ceiling that's probably not a good place yeah, you should go somewhere where there is no season. Yeah. You can always, always, you know, strive for greater, always, you know, try to achieve more and stuff like that. And, and it's not necessarily about chasing, chasing dollar signs either. I mean, I mean, if you're, if you're doing, I mean, really, dude, I mean, if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And that's so true. Yeah, yeah Like, usually, is. like, all those little cliche sayings aren't true, right? But definitely, I mean, I, I'd rather, I'd rather be making, you know, $50,000 a year than making, than be making a hundred thousand dollars a year and never seeing my family or hating what I do. I mean, we've been, we've been in jobs. Dude. I mean, I, I mean, I can speak for all of us. I think we've all been in jobs where we absolutely dread going Yeah, and it sucks. Yeah, absolutely. And, we, 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 yep. and I think, you know, I can speak for myself, at least in this point, like, I mean, our, or, you know, angel too. I mean, maybe all of us. Oh, well, maybe not you, Andy. Sorry. But <laughs> I mean, we're all kind of like in positions where, you know, we're, we're, I mean, when we're not maybe the happiest to go to work, but, we're not. We're not. In, also, we're not in toxic, you know, miserable work environments like we've been before. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then currently, I mean, currently right now, what I do, like, I love doing. You know, uh, the first thing I thought of when I was going to is like, okay, the money. But now, like, what I'm doing, I love it. You know, I fix ventilators, I fix um, incubators. Uh, your baby that was born was in in an incubator, and I fix those. So like, it's it's amazing. You know, like what what I what I do. <laughs> yeah, dude, and I and I. I checked like the whole machine to see like um, there, there's usually a sticker that says inspected by yeah. and then the due date for either a PM or um, something like that, like for it to be fixed. Right. I mean, I looked, I couldn't find your name or anything for that matter. I couldn't even find a label from where it got fixed or whatever. A lot of the equipment said GE. And I know that's where you, that's where you, that's where like you want to land is working for GE, right? GE, yeah. 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 Um, and and I mean, dude, definitely. I mean, you've gotten this far, man. I mean, don't let anybody stop you now. Like, honestly, I mean, full speed ahead, dude. I think only a matter I, of time. And I think you're already, yeah. And I think you're already in that in that spot in life where you're not going to let anybody hold you down. I mean, you finally realized that you know you were in a relationship that you were that you know that had no growth, and I think that really um, that really kind of propelled you uh, further than which where you could have gone by getting out of that relationship. Yeah, man. Um, you, you I mean you don't really see the light until. You're finally unblinded, and you you realize you know you you've had that opportunity for so long, but yet you kind of held yourself back. And it's and I'm not putting don't put so much blame on the person. I mean, you kind of you kind of held yourself back, but you were blinded by that situation. No, no, yeah, of course. But uh, where she's at right now, like I'm happy for her, but like because of her, I I thank her because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Because yeah, I mean, I mean, as 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 you know, as shitty as it may have been in the past, like we kind of. Um, and it's not even not even necessarily talk about relationships, but in our instances, yeah, I mean, our relationships did ho- kind of hold us back. And and you know, speaking for me, I mean, at least I don't I don't think um, the relationship that I had before Lucy or my you know 
Uh, the relationship that I had before that really held me back from anything. I think it was myself holding me back. I was too afraid of, of letting her go that, uh, you know, I stopped my whole life. Um, but I mean, your situation was a little different. You know, there just really wasn't any growth on either her part or your part. So, I mean, there, there, there couldn't, how could, you know, how could that tree flourish if there was never any nourishment or any water to it? I mean, it was just going to wither and die. And you kind of just kept on holding on to that, hoping that, you know, there would be water in the desert for it. But dang. Um, but, uh, That's deep as yeah, I mean, <laughs> so I'll go, I guess I'll go next with the, with the, uh, working since I'm already talking. Yeah, go ahead, bro. Um, so what I started working on 16, worked at Tony Roma's for six months. Working there was actually pretty cool. I mean, it was kind of crappy at sometimes, right? But I was a busser. That's where I kind of gained all my busing experience. Uh, it was pretty cool. Worked, I worked for my uncle. Um, and the working worm was pretty cool, except when the Cowboys were losing. That's when he got, he would get pretty mad. But, uh, I mean, aside from that, I mean, busting tables was pretty cool. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like this, this, you know, job where it was so hectic. You never stopped. Um, I mean, you know, there was obviously there was lunch hours, there was dinner hours, like the rush hours, sorry. Um, but I mean, other than that, it wasn't too bad. There was, there were some times where I had to wash dishes and that sucked. I mean, you're in this like hot box. The drain didn't work for the floor. So you're standing in water for hours at a time. Um, and I feel like that's like, that's one of the, one of the, um, one of the jobs in a, in a kitchen that's always like lacking is dishwashers because it's such a hard job like it's so like it's just annoying more than anything i mean you're in a hot box like i said you're in front of a machine that steams them and sterilizes the plates washes them all that junk you have to be in a hot box for hours at a time it sucks it's not it's not something that you want to do every day it's not something you wake up and man i can't go i can't wait to go to work and be in that you know hot box no way dude uh so i did that for six months like i said and then uh after that uh, went and I worked at Winks, which was a like a honky tonk uh, there in, in Brownsville. Uh, super cool place, super cool place. I mean, it, it had it had its upside down ups and downs. Uh, worked there for two years. Uh, met we met a lot of people, a lot of good relationships. Um, relationships broken, relationships gained. It was awesome working there. Like I said, man, I don't have any complaints. I mean, uh, worked there for two years. Um, then after that. Worked at the same built the same place, Adopt Platoon. Uh, it's a social support organization. So yeah, we make care packages for the troops, and then we send them out. We're our own private, uh, we're our own private operating post office. We were at least because you know I work, used to work there. Yeah, we was there for four sure. years. Uh, after those four years, uh, moved to San Antonio. Uh, started working with one of the sc- one of the school districts in San Antonio as a assistant head custodian, which was cool, but it sucked. Like. I, I, the leadership that I was under was pretty bad. Um, and, I, and, I, and I should have known from the start, you know, she, one of the first things she asked me was, I'm a woman. Do you have problems with taking authorities from women? To which I responded, no. Um, but then it wasn't so much, it wasn't so much the fact that um, she was a victim of sexism. It was, a, it was, it was, a, it was a matter that it was a matter of, she was the one being sexist. So I, I, you know, soon found that out. And then I, once I figured that out, I said, screw that place or screw that school, you know, the whole situation. Um, applied with one another school district here in San Antonio, got the job, been there for almost two years now, which is good. I mean, I, I like it. I mean, I, I got good, good coworkers, fun. I mean, it's, it's never really the same thing every day. Sometimes it is, it sucks, but 
um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, that's where I am right now. And I'm going to school right now and trying to finish, you know, all that stuff so I can leave that job and start my career. But I mean, that's kind of my jobs until up until now. Andy, what do you want your job? Um, let's see. I started at Whataburger when I was 16, 16. Um, it's your typical fast food job. You do dishwashing, which I understand it, it does suck, man. I can relate. Um, and then it's so tedious, like they, cause they leave you everything or at least that's the way it feels. Um, so with that, I was also the uh, cashier, one of the main cashiers for drive through Cause I was really fast. Um, but I mean, that's nothing to be proud of, right? Like it's, it's brain, it's brainless work. Like that's what I'm trying to get at it, drive through mm-hmm. or any fast food job. Really. It's, it's really like the easiest thing you can do. And so yeah, they pay them $15 an hour. Yeah. They, they want, I've never, even when I worked there, I was against it. I'm against it now. Um, it's, yeah. Like, well, they don't pay them 15 an hour, but they like, I know people campaign for it. And uh, let me tell you, man, having worked fast food, it's, they're not worth 15 an hour. I'm sorry to just come out and say like that, but that work is is not worth 15 an hour. Just because you choose to work at it. Like I got, like, I'm not trying to knock on anybody's hustle, but if you choose to work on a fast food restaurant, you don't plan to go a fast, a fast food joint and you don't plan to go to school and do nothing with your life, you don't deserve $15 an hour. There's paramedics that are like, like struggling over there. And come on, dude. Like really? Not only that, it's it's not so much like that. Like you you pick to work there, but it's like there's promotions, there's there's things you can do to make more money. If you just exactly. if you decide to stay at your cashier job for like seven years and you don't have any ambition to do anything else, you know, at some point or another, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, uh, maybe it's me. Um, yeah. but going back to the, the actually the actual work. We just took out orders. I did bubble, what would they call bubble, which is where I just took orders in the back. Um, that that job kind of sucked. I'll be honest. For a first job, it was okay because it pretty much gets you like into the real world perspective and and it, it gets you ready for what's to come. But it doesn't actually quite hit you with it yet. Um, and I'll explain later what I mean by that. Um, my second job was at TSC, and I was the guy that gave tickets, dude. I'm not sure if you guys actually know that. I, I would yeah I, I do. yeah I would give really? citations to people yeah I would give citations to people that that didn't have stickers and stuff. You gave me a ticket. Go to hell, dude. Man, you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't need to, bro. You know what? I'm not going to your wedding no more. <laughs> I, I quit. I quit. I quit your wedding. Get somebody else, bro. Uh, um, yeah, dude, it was it was really bad. I'm not gonna lie. Like, okay, I have I have a question, Andy. I'm sorry to cut no, you yeah, off. No, yeah, shoot. Do does uh, it's and it's not just your department. Does the school give people holds? Do you think? Yes. Dude, thank you. Yes, TSE did. I had to. Dude, okay, so I was going to. I was trying to get my transcripts to go to UTSA from TSE. And um, they told me. Oh, and, and uh, they told. No, it was UTRGV actually. But no, TSE did have a hold on my account. Um, yeah, UTRGV said that. Yeah, you enrolled in 18 hours in July of 2018 or something like that. and Or in August of 2018. And I'm like, I enrolled in 18 hours. And they're like, yeah, it says here that uh, you, you enrolled here online or whatever. And I told them, well, that's impossible because I was already living in San Antonio at that time. I had no affiliation with UTRGV at that point anymore. Um, how, you know, how's that, you know, how's that even possible? 
And they said, well, I mean, the, the whole, the fine's only uh, $50 for the cancellation of your classes. And so, yeah, I never paid it. I, I emailed, I emailed um, one of the main ladies that was part of the whole department and they got it removed. Yeah, yeah. Cause it, so, yeah, it, that, that just kind of, I was just, I had a suspicion that some schools just put holds on the accounts just to see what they can get out of people. I mean, maybe. I mean, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe not necessarily what they can get out of people, but like just, just all these BS, like holds, all this stuff that, you know, it, it costs nothing. But yet, you know, they're charging students money to have these things removed or whatever, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they do. They, I just, they absolutely do put holds I, on people. That's so annoying, dude. <sighs> One time I, I, I had to, yeah, I got fined $60 to get. Uh, I think what was it? Were the fine sixty dollars for not having a permit? Not with us. They were twenty five dollars. But uh, after like a certain number of days, it would go up fifteen. Then it would go another ten, and you get the deal. It, it would just uh, spiral over time. Yeah, definitely. And then on top of that, the, the stickers were expensive. Yeah, absolutely. They were like those were like sixty bucks, dude. Yeah, they were sixty dollars. <laughs> just to park across the street, <laughs> freaking stupid. Um. Okay, I'm sorry, dude. Go ahead, bro. I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, so then I did another job at TSC after that one because I actually sucked at that job. Because um, I would like, I got caught going to McDonald's to get breakfast instead of walking the, the campus. And so I didn't get renewed. But um, I mean, I didn't care, man. That job kind of sucked anyway. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I didn't even sweat it. Um, Badass. <laughs> So then I went to TSC again, but this time for a computer lab position. So I was just pretty much signing people in, making sure they had their needed information to use the labs at, at the campus and stuff. Um, and the, that dude, I saw you. Remember, I, I saw you at, at at that one time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's what. Yeah, I remember. And that one was cool. I really liked that job. Um, but Allison cost me that job. Because she that. went to, she visited me one day for school, like for class or whatever, and she needed to turn something in, so I let her use my work computer, and she submitted like files that I was supposed to submit through her email, because <laughs> she didn't sign out, and so then my boss messaged me the next day, and she's like, "What the hell, man? Like, you sent me files from another email, so who was there with you?" And so I just made up a lie and said that you know I was turning in some stuff for a friend, doing her homework for her. Um, and that it would never happen again, but yeah, I got fired from there too. <laughs> yeah, dude, I just, I wasn't cut out for school jobs. Too many rules. No, no. Yeah. You're not, you're not cut off for a desk job. Yeah. Not a chance, which is funny. Cause that's actually what I'm trying to do now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then after that, I went to Aeropostale, which is the worst job I've ever had. I think retail in general. Is yeah. Aeropostale was garbage. Nothing good to say about that. I hated it from beginning to end. Um, and then after that, I started working at Walmart. So now I'm here at Walmart for two plus years. Um, and honestly, dude, I like Walmart. It's like for what people give it a lot of, of, you know, flack for, oh, it doesn't do this for its employees and it's trash. But I've been there two years. Uh, I make like $12 an hour. For, and I, that's because I started at $9. So mm -hmm. it's not like I haven't been actively trying to get raises and stuff. And they do. Like, if you put in work, they'll reward you for it. 
Um, now Absolutely. I work in the online yeah. department, online grocery. So I do the online pickup and online grocery curbside. So that's what I do now. I actually do quite enjoy my job. It's nice. Um, and the management I have now is probably the best one I've ever had. It's, it's re- they make the job so easy. So now it's really yeah. fun to go to work. Um, I think that's crucial in any job. It's management. Thought- if you have if you have good management, I mean, you you'll you know, there's 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 always room for improvement. There's always room for uh, promotions when you have um, a good team. So you know, being uh, advocating for you, I think that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what every job should have, but unfortunately, it's few. It's few that have that. We actually talk about the old manager quite a bit, not in a bad way. I mean, not nothing against the guy, but. You know, he had a system that worked when everything was perfect. And so when this pandemic hit, it pretty much swept us under the rug. We were doing so bad. And so then we have this new lady manager and um, like her system is is leaps better than the one we had before. And because mm-hmm. it's designed in the in the event that, you know, like something is going to hit the fan. And so now, yeah. like, you know, she overstaffs and stuff wherever it's possible. And so, yeah, like I'll give you an example. The other day we had seven call-ins. And we still finished work on time because she overstaffed. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it, it makes it easier when you do that. And the, the old one would never have done that because he says, oh, the ones we have are more than enough. And so then you have people doing 14, 15 hour shifts and it's not, it's not the same. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then like Walmart, they pretty much like from the quarterly bonuses and stuff like that. Like uh, I love it. Like I can actually say that I love it. Um, I, they give me everything I want in terms of schedule for school. Like they're super lenient with me. Um, and I, that's something that's something I'll always be grateful for because, you know, there's been times where like um, I have finals or something and I spring and I spring. What's up? Hello? Hello? Yeah. 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 Can you hear me? Oh, we're having some connection are, issues are we, here. Are, are, are we good? Oh, okay. Um, I'm good here. I can hear you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, had, to, I had to turn my mic off. I had, to, I had to burp. Sorry. Oh, it's all good. But yeah, and so then like... <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Like, I'll spring it on them last minute and they make it work, you know? So that's probably the best job I've ever had in terms of like, they actually work with me and they, you know, they're really nice about it. Um, But yeah, nothing bad to say about Walmart. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, man, but dude, I mean, really, that's that's awesome. But dude, that's crazy, bro. So they start you off there at nine. I, I, what, what the hell? It's one. It's gone up significantly since I started. Now they start oh. you. I like, think like eleven dollars is the the starting. That's a, Ooh, that's good. That's a lot better. Yeah, it is. Um, but even then, like when I was making nine dollars an hour, I thought nine was good because I was like cashiering, easiest job in the world. Um, I mean, I mean, I, that's what I feel like it is. I mean, all you pretty much have to really do is um obviously i mean keep keep count of the money uh change your reports scan like i mean pretty sure it's it doesn't seem like it's a hard job but i'm sure that there is there's still a little bit more um going on behind the scenes than we think like the, at least that, at least from what we see yeah you know, i'm sure i'm sure it's not just uh scanning charging people keeping count of money you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's more than just that. It is like, and I always say that because I've been a cashier before. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know what what they do, and I know like the level of difficulty and stuff. Um, and it's okay. Like, it's it. The people are what make it bad. 
like dealing with because yeah. sometimes yeah you get some really rowdy people man and and it's like you don't get paid enough for it and that's where i can see the argument being made like okay they deserve more money and only in that regard do i kind of agree but in terms of like oh yeah. they do so much like no you don't it's not that hard <laughs> hey guys uh changing the subject here it looks like they did, um we might get another 1200 from another student's check yeah. Yeah. Um supposed to supposed to be presented to uh what Congress, right? Um I believe so. Is it today or tomorrow? Uh, I think tomorrow. Yeah. I don't remember. Oh. Today? Well they announced it today. I'm not sure when it's gonna get presented though. Okay. Well guys, Ooh. uh you better buy everything right now because there goes the TVs, there goes your remotes, <laughs> there goes everything. But you know what, you know what Angel is that um uh, that the well the thing is is that with that stimulus check, you shouldn't be buying TVs. You shouldn't be buying, you know, all, all this stuff. You shouldn't be buying PlayStations or Xboxes or anything with a stimulus check. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the, I mean, what you should be doing is, is investing in stock. And I'm just kidding. Uh, what you should be doing, I mean, it's just, um, <laughs> I mean, save it, save yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not it's not something. I mean, obviously, you're gonna if you give people money, they're gonna spend it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the more money people have, the more money they're gonna spend. And unfortunately, I think it's it's pretty. I think at a, from a financial view, it's pretty idiotic to spend your money on a TV yep. just because the government gives you a check. Like, I mean, it, it's, I mean, don't you have other things you need to pay? Like, don't you need credit card debt? I mean, don't you have credit card to pay? Don't you got a mortgage to pay? How about you give a couple months in advance to your mortgage or a couple, you know, months in advance, you know, to anything? I'm pretty sure that would, that would help significantly. Not only would it, not only would, would it help, you know, uh, kind of give you a little bit of, of, of ease from, you know, having to pay your bills every month. But I mean, wouldn't maybe, don't you think it would affect your credit a little bit? I mean, it would kind of be beneficial. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking of like in a responsible way. I think it's just kind of irresponsible that people go and buy TVs. Yeah, and you bro, see, like, I mean, for me, the people that complain about that stuff, like, oh, the people that complain about we need more money are the same people that are buying up the TVs that have yeah. the iPhones that, you know, they go to Starbucks every day. They eat out every day. All those things, and it's yeah. like, yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah, and that's where they. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I honestly don't think twenty four hundred. I mean, oh well. Let, let me just let me just say. I think I think if you're if you're uh, if both you know, this, I'm saying twenty four hundred because that's what we got for me and my wife. But I think if if uh, if it is twenty four hundred, and it's just you guys. And y'all are both not working. I don't think that's quite enough to cover That'll all the bills. Cover a month of anything, one month, maybe. I mean, but I mean, it. All, I mean, some people are also, you know, living different lives. I mean, some people are paying five hundred, six hundred dollars for rent. Some people are paying fifteen hundred dollars in rent. Right. You know what I mean? Oh man, I wish my but, rent was but that, that, that just. I think. I think at, at the end of the. I guess I'm gonna say like if, um, if we got twenty four hundred dollars a month. I, I don't think no. We I don't. I don't think we would. If we do, if we did, we'd be cut really close, like with our bills. But you know, unfor- But the thing is, is that I think it's also being financially financially responsible. Absolutely. It, yep. um, you know, for one, you should budget, save your money. Secondly, um, if if you can't, we we've always, and I don't know if this is just a, a strategy or what, but um, we have to do calculations with our finances like let's just say one of us loses a job we have to be able to maintain a house that's the that's the main importance house and electricity that's our main thing we have to be able to keep those up 
uh, with one income. If we can't do that with one income, then we shouldn't make, you know, a move or we shouldn't, you know, do something like, you know, get a car or stuff like that. You know what I mean? I think that's just being responsible, which is something that I learned from Lucy because I never learned about financial, financial responsibility from anybody before until I got with Lucy. Yeah, bro, of course. But, yeah, man, that's good, dude. Like, you know, when you, if you get your stimulus check, just put it aside. That's that's what I did. Like, I think we're gonna pay can... pay my school with it. Um, I mean, there's there's always there's always bills to pay. I guess is what I'm saying. There's always bills to pay. There's there's the TVs aren't going anywhere. If you want a TV so bad, how about you save a hundred dollars from every check? Do it for a, do it for one year. Suffer with your TV for one year. No, but then you'll get then people will cry that that you're oppressing them because then, you know, everybody should have the access to that. And it, that's not how that works. Um, no. You, you, want, you want $15 an hour? Leave. Or you want $20 an hour or whatever? You want to make $40,000 a year? Leave McDonald's and get an education. And you'll make $40,000 a year. Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I mean, now, going back to what you had said, Angel, about uh, people working in fast food. Like, if you work in fast food, um, and you're fine with it, you know, it's pretty bad. But, I mean, if if you, I guess everybody kind of, you know, that's in fast food, I guess kind of did choose that, right? Like, oh, it's only, it's only, you know, it's only a for now job. Once I get on my feet, I'll get the job, whatever. But, I mean, there, there are some rare, rare instances where people actually do make a career out of it. And they, and dude, if you make up to like, if you move up to like regional manager or stuff like that, man, you bank, dude. You see? Well, you people, bank, and that's like, do... and that's not even with a college degree. Like, no, no, yeah, yeah. When people I mean, do I... that, then I respect them. But if you're just comfortable with your cashier job or flipping burgers, then I got no respect for you. If that's what you want to do. I mean, I, I think, I think, I mean, if that's what they want to do, I mean, it is what it is, man. But I think uh, complacency is one of the biggest, um, is is a very dangerous um, feeling. Or it's a very dangerous state state to be in. Yeah, like when I, you're just. I mean, I respect everybody, you know, and whatever they do. The thing is, like, I when I lose respect is when they start to complain about it, but then they don't they don't do anything to fix it. That's when you lose yeah. me, because I mean, we need you know people to work and flip burgers and stuff. The thing is, it's like, don't expect to live in a mansion either while you do it, because it's not how it works. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I think the. I mean, we budget. We're really smart with our money. We make a lot of financial planning, um, and and that's what I think the whole country could learn from this whole pandemic, dude. Like, put a little aside. You should never spend more than you make. All that stuff because, like, and I, I understand it was un- like it was unpredicted. I get it. It's it's tough for a lot of people, and there are people that genuinely, you know, got the the worst end of the deal. We'll say, yeah. but but at the end of the day, it's like um, there are a lot of them, millions that you know, could have just prepared better, if you will. And that kind of sounds insensitive, I understand. But, um, I mean, at some point, we also have to take accountability for what's happening, you know? Yeah, I mean, especially with, I mean, I think, especially the way that things are, I mean, I think everything's kind of, is is getting a little bit better. Um, but especially when, when Corona hit, I mean, this panic that was, that that, you know, that was, you know, I mean, People were just buying everything. I mean, everything. I mean, really. I mean, you're buying all these. You're buying all these eggs. You're buying all this. All this milk. I mean, eggs aren't gonna last you forever. Milk's not gonna last you forever. Like, what's the use of you hoarding all that? Like, and and I get it. I mean, some people were, you know, saying, you know, um, 
you know, I think, you know, L, you know, you never know, stuff could happen, stuff's gonna <laughs> shut down, and I need, I need to, I need to get food for me and my family, which, which is admirable. But I why that. buy on the toilet paper though? <laughs> it took me forever. To why don't you just most... jump in the shower? <laughs> that's bro, literally, like, I, that's yeah, what we I had were, to do we were like, because we were like a day paper. or two close to doing that. No, I like we were them. getting close to doing that. Yeah, yeah. I no, went I... to multiple stores here, and I could not find toilet paper. And I couldn't find hand towels, nothing. So I was like, you know what? I'll hop in the shower. Why not? At Walmart, we would get the pallets. Like, you obviously, we have first access because we unload the trucks and stuff. So yeah. we would take some, dude. Like, it, it got really, like, medieval. Yeah. Yeah, I dude. Mean, like, we were, we were, style, yeah, like, we were hoarding stuff for ourselves and then putting up, like, whatever was left for the people to buy because that's how bad I mean, it got like people were just going crazy over it yeah but i think i think what's what's what caused so much panic or what's caused so much storage and i'm sorry hb and i'm sorry walmart but the fact that you say it said there was no shortage there was you know there was still abundance in our warehouse is bs it's it, because i mean yeah it, every everybody started to buy so much stuff and started to hoard so much stuff dude you know that they, they, they couldn't they couldn't restock for for like two three weeks at a time they couldn't because it was just nothing you know and i think you know and i think that it's worse when people hoard than when people take what they need and then give it to the neighbor you need to go back to the store that's fine hey go back to the store i mean but but that would that would only work if everybody was on board and nobody was on board with that only a few i mean there was instances where me and lucy went to the store and we had the opportunity to buy like a forty-eight roll pack, you know those big packs, and you know we and we kind of had to think about it, and, you know, and think to ourselves, or really and really talk about it at least, and say, you know, do we really need it? Do we really need forty-eight rolls? It's just two of us, so we wouldn't go with the forty-eight roll. We'd go with the twenty-four or the twelve. I mean, we we usually get groceries every month, and we kind of did we kind of did our calculations off of that, you know what. How much is enough for a month for us? And that's how we went on it. And I think that's the way you should do it. I mean, if if you get groceries a month or whatever, you know, you can do your calculations with your finances or whatever about that. But I think it's it's important. Like, in, if people just um, if if people just kind of got on board with that mentality instead of just taking all the toilet paper or all the milk or all the groceries, like it be it would be a different story. But not everybody's like that. Not not everybody thinks that way. And and you know unfortunately and I don't I don't think the media did any help with that either. No, nah, um, but if not, if you want to look, I'm not at taking it, the, I'm not taking it away from the severity of the situation, but I think you know things could have been done a little differently when it came, um, when it came with you know when it came about to inform the people about what's going on, you know. But if you really want to look deep into it, man, the world like this pandemic taught us that you can't have anarchy like there always has to be rules because when people had the chance to do the right thing to help people out like that they didn't i mean yeah they didn't. i i saw i saw people fighting over basic essential needs when you had carts full of them you know and and they still wanted more so like i don't know i, I was actually thinking about that today i'm like th- this world could never have anarchy like you could because you know how people are like oh well the government is too involved and or in this this or that and it's like the Mm -hmm. the government needs to be involved because trust me when given the opportunity to do so none of you did the right thing yeah 
I mean, and, and even, I mean, look at Black Friday, for instance, for example. I mean, I mean, you know, Black Friday, I mean, there is no, there is no need for you to buy what you buy on Black Friday. For one, it's not that big of a discount. And yeah, and then two, you don't need any of that stuff. And yet people still fight over it. They fight over something like that, dude. You fight over a TV, man? Are you killing each other for a TV? Yeah. I mean, how, what, what, what's going to really happen when shit hits the fan? You know, how are you going to treat people then? That's going to be scary. I mean, and, and if anything, you know, yeah, like COVID taught us, I mean. You can't trust anybody. Yeah. You I mean, can't. It's, it's, as much as you'd like to, you know, say we need to stick together, we need to be united. That doesn't it's, work. It, it's, it's chaos, man. It didn't work at all, man. It did not work. Hopefully everything but aside better. from that, it, it will, man. I mean, I, I, have, I have faith and hope that, you know, this is already uh, towards the tail end of it. Or at least you know the last stretch. Um, I mean, vaccines are already being tested. Um, you know, we're already we're, we've already broken through that. I mean, that was the biggest thing was creating a vaccine. Now that's been done. Testing is now uh, the main concern, and dude, the government is dumping so much money into it. Like, I, I didn't know you had that much money to dump into one company at least at least one company for all of that, but. That's for another. That's for another. Uh, another time. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Andy, you're going to school, right? For uh, English, good, good, pursuing a bachelor's in English, or literature, or yeah, I'm what is it? Is it? A bachelor's yeah. in English with the uh, teaching certification. So essentially, yeah, I get to teach literature, writing, composition, all that stuff in high school and middle school. But I want to get my master's so I can teach community college because that's where I got my start. And I think people like. Um, you know, they, they bash community college because it's cheap or whatever, but I actually found a lot of value in it. And I'm kind of glad I did it because it saved me a lot of money. So, yeah. you know, if I could do my part in trying to make them more uh, prestigious, that'd be pretty cool. Sure. I mean, I, and also just it's, it, it's the area, man. Uh, like Texas Hospital College kind of gets kind of gets dumped on. Um, but I mean, over here we got we got, you know, uh, Northwest Vista, um, Palo Alto College. I mean, and, and, and people don't crap on them at all, and which is, which is really good. I mean, which yeah, is then maybe something, it is a cultural something thing. and it's, it's something, di- yeah, I mean, it's because, you know, there's only one university there, and oh, you got to go to UTRGV. If you don't go to UTRGV, then you're stupid. Right. I mean, bro, I mean, this, I mean, I, I think, I think that's what it is. I mean, it's, it's not the same, not the same deal over here. Like, everybody's like, do you want you to go to community college, like, and get your basics, and then, and then move to university to yeah. get a degree. Like everybody's th- everybody's thinking about that, but if you if you even think of that in and you uh, you know in Brownsville or in the Valley, like no, you're an idiot if you go do that. You know, just because you're gonna have you know TSC or or uh, what is it South Texas College on your you know on your resume, like who cares, man? Like a degree's a degree, man. It's a piece of paper. Yeah, I mean, education. You know, it's 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 got it's gonna have the name of a university, but you know, it's what you do while you're there that's gonna make you, you know. It's gonna make you be the professional you want to be, or the yeah you know, that you, you want to be, because ultimately you're in control of that. Um, but yeah, that's awesome, dude. That you're you're um, you're pursuing that, and you want to be high school, and then you had mentioned, I think you had mentioned you want to be admin at one point, right? Yeah, no doubt. If I could get into administration, I would love that, because not only like is the money great, but I mean, there's a lot. Uh, it went, you know, when you're admin, you get to control like a lot of quality aspects 
And so for sure. me, that that's what I'm interested in. I I, I don't care so much for uh, it's like the way we were taught. And one of the like best professors I've ever had. He he's always told me like these schools like they they're always caught between the bottom dollar like the bottom line, which is to make money, and then you know actually teaching people. And mm-hmm. so, um, like that that's where you get like people turning away kids because their their grades aren't high enough. I don't think people should be doing that. And I wouldn't do that at any school that I run because uh, yeah, like I, how are you going to turn away a kid because his grades? Like, isn't that our job? Like to teach them. So you see, I would, yeah. I would like to take those challenges head on as opposed sure. to turning them away just to make more money. And it goes back to, you know, I like what I do. And so, yeah, you, you're losing a couple thousand bucks, but you get more satisfaction that way. In my opinion. Definitely, man. And that's good, man. That's that's a, that's a very really good mentality to have. Like just to see see beyond the dollar signs, or to see past like see past your actual job. Like, oh, I teach English, or oh, I'm a principal. But actually, what's behind all that? Instead of you know, you you kind of you're kind of diving beneath the surface of what it is that you're doing, which is good, man. Because a lot of people don't do that, man. I mean, you know, we you know in the NICU, man. I mean, we've had we've had an instance to where, I mean, we had a situation where we had to make a complaint to. Uh, to one of the, the lead nurses with the, with the media. Oh, um, really? Yeah, she got a. Lucy had called um, the NICU, so we have we have unlimited access to to the baby. So we have we can go twenty four seven visit anytime we want. Um, they don't allow visitors, no other visitors, just parents. So um, we, uh, Lucy had called one night and asked, you know, an update on the baby. And so usually, you know, we get in charge of the we get with her nurse that's that's been assigned uh, assigned yeah and and it's we usually have no issues but um lucy kind of called one day and she the that her nurse was just rude like um really and, and she had she had asked like oh lucy's like well can i get an update on the baby or whatever and then she's like well, what do you want to know well what then, don't i want to know it's my wife is like i want to know how my daughter's doing and she's like, oh, well, she's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not acceptable. Like, if it was and me, Lucy I, I was, would freak Lucy out. Was telling me, yeah, Lucy was telling me this. And I was like, what? And I was like, uh, no, I was like, no, I'm going to I'm gonna call. This was late at night, like 3 in the morning when she told me this. And I'm like, no, I'm going to call them. Like, I'm going to say, no, no, don't worry. Like, I'll talk to them. And, you know, and, and she, she pretty much told them what I was, what I told her to say. You know, um, you know, if you're a nurse in that, in that department, you chose that career. Nobody, nobody had you put there. You purposely went to school for nursing to be in the, 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 in the NICU or, or neonatology. You chose to be there. Yeah, Not, yeah. No, nobody put a gun in your head and say, you're going to be here. No, you purposely chose it. Why? Because you, you had a passion for it. You didn't go and work your ass off to the bone, you know, to get that, to get to, you know, your certification to be a nurse just for you to be, just for you to, you know, treat people um, like they're just another brick in the wall. Like, and, and I told Lucy, you know, to tell them that my daughter is not just another patient. Like my daughter, my daughter. She's not just I another, expect- you know, like a number on your spreadsheet or anything. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I, yeah, I told her like to let them know that I expect my daughter to be treated the way that every baby should be treated in that department. And that is, that is as if they're their child. Like the, the nurses are their mothers or, you know, fathers or whatever, 
um, the, the, if they're male and female in that department, but they should be treated as if they're their own. Like, you know, that, that, that's why they chose that job. They didn't choose that job just because it was available. They chose it because they, they, they wanted to do. And I said, if you don't, and I, I, I think Lucy actually ended up telling them, telling her charge nurse that, you know, to, to let, to let the nurse know, which I, I told her, I told her to say it, you know, if you don't like it, if you don't like this career choice then Hey, maybe it's not for you leave, do something else with your life. Like I, I, I won't sit there. I won't sit there and let my child be neglected because you don't like your job. Yeah. And I agree. That's, that sucks. That sucks. If you don't like it, Hey, freaking leave. And to I be mean, fair, like that's how I- nobody's, nobody has you there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're good. No, we're having a little bit of trouble there. Everybody all right? Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, that was that whole situation yeah, that good. I had. Um, but I mean, yeah, like, like, you know, you, you, like you have that so much passion when it comes to, um, when it comes to, you know, what you want to do with your life and, and likewise, likewise do I, and likewise do Angel. I mean, I think it's important to really care about what you're going to be doing with your career. Cause that once you win your career, that's it. Like, that's what you're choosing for the rest of your life because you invested so much into it that you're not just going to, you're not just going to yeah, leave it. Yeah. Um, you know, with me, I mean, I'm going to school for, uh, I'm getting my bachelor's in kinesiology. Uh, which is pretty much like sports science. Um, I'm I'm getting my concentration in exercise physiology, which kind of lets me be um, an athletic trainer, uh, work with in the field of sports medicine. Uh, excuse me. I, I'm pursuing that. That's my number one. Um, I'm considering going to get my master's in, in strength and conditioning. Um, so I could probably work in, you know, um, have my own practice or, or um, have, uh, work in a, you know, as athletic director or, you know, in high school, whatever, you know, um, but yeah. And, and, uh, I was mentioning it, uh, to somebody, uh, actually to my professor, cause my professor, you know, wanted to know why I chose what I chose and why I'm in, um, the field that I, you know, I'm studying. And I said, well, because, you know, growing up, I mean, uh, I got hurt in high school, you know, I, I blew out my knee and going through the whole rehabilitation process kind of made me fall in love with the practice and the medicine behind it. And, um, you know, shout out to my mentor, uh, Sparky. Uh, he was an awesome coach, awesome, awesome trainer. Um, one of the best, man. One of the best, no doubt. Um, he really, you know, he really pushed me and, and it really made me believe that I was going to be better than uh, what I was before. And, not, and I'm not talking about just an athlete. Um, and, you know, and I had also told my professor, you know, it's, it's important, to, it's important to, to make athletes understand that only 1%, I think it's only 1%. Of, of all athletes to make it to professional sport. And you're not, you're not just going to develop that athleticism or that, um, that, uh, that ability or, or anything like that. You're not just going to gain that in high school. Like you're going to know from the very, you're going to know from the very start that this kid's this kid, this kid, or, you know, yeah. this, kid, this boy, this girl is talented. Right. And, and like going back to the 1%, 1% is going to make it to the pro. So what are you going to do with the other 99% of the kids? Just teach them to hit people, uh, with your head up, don't don't put your head down, or you know stuff like that. You don't. You, all you're gonna do is just teach them a sport. No, I think I think it's very important that you know you teach them you know the qualities of of working it with a team or not. I mean, not only forget about the sport at this point. I mean, teach them to be good fathers, teach them to be good husbands or or wives or mothers. You know, because that's that's what the other ninety nine. I mean, hundred percent of the kids are gonna do that, but you know, ninety nine percent of you know the athletes aren't going to go to the pros. So what are you going to do, man? You're just going to teach them to be monkeys. Like you can't, man. Like if, if your main goal is to teach them to be the best football player that they can be, 
um, to be the best athlete, that's wrong. You have to teach them to be the best person that they can be. And I think that's really important. And I think that when it comes to, you know, sports, I think as with coaching, I think people have our coaches have already kind of forgotten that or they lost sight of that. Now all they care about is winning and at what cost. And I think it's, you know, some coaches, I mean, bro, you make like 60,000, maybe like $50,000 a year and you're willing to freaking go and have one of your players hurt and ruin their life just because you want to get a W on your record. That's not right, man here. And for that, if you do that, you're selfish and you should, you have no right to be coaching. Sorry. But if your main goal is just to win games and not develop, uh, not develop these your athletes to be better husbands and fathers or wives and mothers, then you fail as a coach. My opinion. Uh, I like it, bro. I like it a lot. It's true. It is true. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, I mean, and, for it, sure. and you only talk like that with what you're passionate about. And I am. Go ahead, Adrian. What were you saying? Um, um, what happened to that nurse? Like, did they ever get back to on the situation? No, I mean, no, we just, I, no, I, I just told Lucy that, you know, just to bring it to her attention. And she said that they did. Um, so we, 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 uh, all, we also, rec- we also, um, asked them not to ever put her as your child or as a nurse again. So they won't ever do that again. And we gave her a list of the nurses that we liked for her to be her primary nurses. And up until this point, they've, they put, uh, when, when the nurses are available, they put them on, on media, which has been great. So we haven't had any issues. <laughs> That's good, man. Yeah, I know. Some nurses. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying about that, though, in the sense of, like, I mean, if you, if, but I see it mm-hmm. with, like, teaching, for example. Like, I, I see a lot of teachers complain, well, they don't get it, and that's why I get mad. And it's like, well, get creative, like. I mean, that's your, that's yeah. literally what you signed up for, you know, get creative, you know, talk more, lecture less, and, and you know, make sure that you're trying to get through to these kids. Cause like that, that's like, you're, yeah. if you don't teach yeah, them, I mean, they're, they're, the, they're does, the future. You know? And so give, giving up on them. Yeah. Like if you give up on them, like what kind of a message does that send? Like, oh, well you're unteachable or you're uncoachable. Like that's not, yeah. that's and, never and, the and way to go. People don't realize how much of an impact the teachers have. I mean, Lucy's the teacher, right? But I mean, from eight in the morning, I'm saying, oh yeah, say eight in the morning to four in the to four in the afternoon. That child is with, if if you're a parent, your child is with somebody else who is teach who is teaching them. They yeah. come home from four to nine. Let's just say because that's their bedtime. You have five hours with them, and then they go to bed, and they go to and then they go to you know the, the morning next morning they go back to the teacher. They're with the teacher longer than they they are with their parents. So so it's important for for yeah. an instructor to keep that in mind and, you know, and to, and to know that, you know, they're, they're, you're molding, you're molding these kids. They make a difference. Really. And people, people, uh, the parents nowadays that there's no, because of this whole COVID thing have already started to get a dose of that, that man, they have, you know, teachers put all this so much, so much time and effort into my kid that I, I can't even do it. I'm their parent and they're losing their, they're losing their minds. Over right. And I think that's like partially why they want schools to open so badly because parents are realizing, hey, they're not cut out to do this. Yeah, and then not only that, I can I can send my kid away. That's that's free daycare, which which is terrible. (laughs) Yeah, and it and it's it's a it's a thing. Which is like if you if you say that to a teacher, right? They'll tell you like, well, we're not daycares, but I mean, at the end of the day, 
you give the parent the relief, you know, because yeah. parents are relieved, you know, like, let's, let's be honest about it. My mom was happy when we went to school. She's like, that's a couple of hours. Work. I can go do something. I can go, you know, yeah, go work, go take care of myself, go yeah. take care of the errands I need to run, you know, and, it, and it's not like you're only take. I think teachers, yeah, like, it's not the most practical thing to say, but I never take it offensive when they, when people say like, oh, so you're just going to be like a, you know, a daycare basically and it's like no not necessarily like during those eight hours you know i can mold that kid in my vision you know like and quite literally like unless you're homeschooling them there's nothing you can do about it um and so i take that job very seriously i I don't i you know i want to implement like imprint the right messages in kids and stuff like that or instill my instill the right messages and, and you know that that's important because it's true. You know, you make them the people that yeah. they become. And if, and, 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 and if, and if you uh, work for yeah. like a elementary, or you work for like early childhood. Man, I tip my hat to y'all. I mean, the, those teachers that do that, man, God bless you guys, because that that is you definitely. It's definitely a gift. It's not something that you're. Yeah, you see, elementary. Yeah, you got it. If you're either yeah. born with it or you, you, you have to have it or you don't. It, I mean, working, I mean, and the same thing with, with working with high school kids. I mean, I, I can't think, you know, I can't imagine, you know, Lucy's done it, but I can't imagine Lucy making a career out of it. You know, she, she's just not made, she's not, just not made that way. Um, and with me, I, I don't have patience for the kids, but I would, I, I, I think that I can, I can give so much uh, more, so much more. So I can give, so I offer so much more to kids who are, um, who can comprehend what I'm trying to tell them. Or uh, compre- like com- comprehend, you know, the exercises, or you know, the, you know what what to do to to get their bodies better, or whatever, you know. But um, definitely, I mean, it's definitely you're gifted either way. If you're if you're early childhood, you're working in elementary, you're gifted. If you're working in high school, you're gifted. Middle school, you're gifted. Admin, you're gifted. I mean, you have to be in charge of a school. I mean, you have to be in charge of thousands of kids. Like that's crazy, and that's yeah. that's definitely leadership not only that you, you're in charge of like the thousands exactly. of te- or yeah, hundreds of teachers I mean, you're, that you're, teach them. you're the you're potus of the school at that yeah I mean, yeah I you're know. you're you're the face yeah if something goes yeah. thing hits the fan that's on you if something goes great it's it, it like and that's what i feel at work sometimes like if everything goes great it's it's a team effort but when something hits the fan Definitely. it's only you and that's yeah that's something they have to live with uh but you know uh i for me i, I thrive under pressure yeah, so I definitely. Feel like I think, I, I'm the same way too. I, I I like to be under pressure. Not only that, but I also like when people um, expect me to fail. I'm I'm pretty good at with that. Like I, I adversity is one of my strong points. Um, and 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 I, I you know and I'm I'm proud to say that you know I'm I'm able I'm able to stand up during the fight. Like I'm I'm able to push back. Yeah, and you should you should be proud of that. Not a lot of people can say that and yeah, actually do definitely. it. So any, uh, aside from our professional careers, oh, they're all great, by the way. Uh, Angel, you've already pretty much started yours. That's, you know, kind of why I didn't really, you know, ask <laughs> you about yet. anything. Cause you've already started it, man. Not I mean, yet, you already but, beat all of us to it. Yeah, but there's a, still a lot of improvement for it. Um, there's this thing called a CBET, which is a certified biomedical, biomedical equipment technician. And there's only uh, a little bit in the state of Texas that have that certification. And with that, you can work at any hospital. Pretty much you're, you're top dog. And but I want to get that, and as well, I'm trying to get my bachelor's for biomedical engineering, so I can make the transition to which is my dream job, being a 
field engineer for GE, working on incubators, working on care stations and all these other things for that company. So just pretty much just traveling biomed. So that, that's my dream yeah. job right there. Awesome. My, my apologies, man. I'm, I, I didn't know. Or at least I, I forgot, at least. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're okay, man. I, 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 usually, I didn't I know. I usually <laughs> don't talk about it. What I try to plan like 10 steps ahead of me because when I when I talk about it, then it's just I just don't like talking about it because if it doesn't work out for me, then I'm just uh, hating myself for it. So I usually yeah. just um, keep things to myself like, OK, I want to do this. I'm going to do this. And once I get to that position, then then I tell everyone, oh, yeah, like this is what I do. Well, cool, man. I mean, that's awesome. That's what that's really good. Yeah, man, sorry, I, sorry that... <laughs> yeah, I like that. I mean, that's too. I think everything working with working with the medical field is pretty cool. I mean, remember, hey, Angel, remember when whenever we uh we try to run away to to the army? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I remember that. I wanted to, <laughs> you were gonna join the army. I was gonna join the Marines. What happened? <laughs> Did, yeah. Oh my god. So we, Damn. we were going through our breakups, dude. That couldn't have been yeah, further we were, from the truth. We were, um, trying to, yeah, we were both going through our breakups. And I, I wanted to be in Marines before that, uh, before going to the Army recruiter. So I, I, um, I, was, I had already met a recruiter in high school. And, and once I graduated, you know, I already had it on my mind that I was going to go. Um, I was going to go to the Marines, um, you know, do my time there, look, look into doing, uh, look into working. Do my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not crapping on the dream or anything, but in looking back yeah. at it, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Do do my times do my time of service. Um upon upon that, I wanted to work like in a um like in a rehab facility for soldiers or like uh in the hospital or something like that for them. Uh, that yeah, that I wanted to do that. Awesome. And then uh I got hurt and um told my recruiter that and pretty much with, with I was I was fine. He was fine with the whole getting hurt thing, but then once I told him that you know I had a dislocation, he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not gonna work. <laughs> like we won't even, you know, like yeah, you're you're dead." Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And then I I talked to the army and the the army, um, said, "Yeah." He's like, "You gotta lose like fifty pounds, though." Um. Uh, you know, we I want to see I want to see how how dedicated you are to it. And, I, and I'm guess they I'm guessing they luckily I got with a good recruiter, man, because. Luck. I mean, I'm sure that they see a bunch of people that just run a, go there to run away. I mean, the same thing we were doing. I mean, I was running away from my. We were both Angel running and I were running away prices. from our problems. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> running away from all that. We yeah. just thought that we can get on, hop on a plane, go overseas, and you know, and and forget Start all country, forget yeah. all about it. Um, but I mean, I mean, every I've, I've always you know had a thing for uh, for servicemen, uh, men and women. You know, I've always had a, a spot in my heart for them. Um, you know, for, I mean, anybody who, who served, you know, thank you all for that, for, for, for the sacrifice. Nobody had a gun to your head doing it, I know, but, um, but it's more, it's more than when I, than I, that I could do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, while, while y'all were over there fighting, you know, fighting the good fight, um, you know, I, I want to be able to do anything I can to, to help contribute to that. So, I mean, I, I do like, I do support, you know, uh, veteran owned operated companies. Um, I'm really big on that. Like, and I really like working with my nonprofit just because of the fact that, you know, I, I could, I could at least do something like that to help out, you know, the soldiers over there, raise their morale, do something. I um, remember when we sent them an Xbox 360. Yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah we, we, sent them an we, Xbox. Sent, we sent them a lot of electronics overseas. 
And they love that. Yeah. They love that Xbox. <laughs> yeah, they yeah they took pictures with they, they would take pictures with the stuff that we'd send them, and it, and it would feel cool, man. Like and even talking to like sometimes we get like uh, the director would would fly in like um, people that received their packages or or you know and they, what was awesome what was really cool, man, was that uh, I I was at the park one day, man, and I was at the, I was at the park uh, fishing. I ran into some guy. I just uh, just some random guy. Man, he was he was from out of town. He he came down. He went went to the valley for uh, some kind of run. I think it was on the island. Was it? I can't remember. It was some kind Delta? of like like no no no. It was like something having to do with um, like some military thing that was going on. Like some some event with running or something like that. A five k or it? whatever. Was it a twenty four hour rook? I, I don't know because I, I i did that but i only i only hit 20 miles and i gave up i was like i can't <laughs> i yeah, i gave, gave up, up. <laughs> my, my feet were full of blisters and i was like i can't just go on without me and i just called him to pick me up it's <laughs> <laughs> so dumb dude. um so what going back beast. to the story man i i just just started getting talking to, to that guy that was rolling that was literally walking by me and we started talking about he's he's Talking about his time in the ser- in the service and all the stuff, and I was like, "Oh, cool, man! Like, uh, I worked for a nonprofit, you know, that sent out boxes overseas, care packages, whatever." He was like, "What's what's the name?" And I'm like, "Oh, it was, you know, Adopt a Platoon." And he was like, "Adopt a Platoon?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that, that's our name." He's like, "Hey, man, I received your packages." And he sh- he put his hand his hand out to shake mine, and he's like, "Thanks for that, man. I you know I really appreciate the, all the boxes that y'all got that we, that we got from y'all." And I'm like, "Bro, that's crazy, man! Like." What are the odds that I'm meeting this guy, you know, who was on the other side of the world, man, receiving the boxes that we put together for them? Like, and then for him to shake my hand, man, I mean, you know, not worthy of it, man. But it was it was a cool experience. Like, that was a cool little story that I can give from working at that place. You know, that was like, that was yeah, like, that is, that that is was pretty like gnarly, the man. top, you know, positive memory that I had from working there. Because other than that, it was pretty, it was pretty crappy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was cool, but I think I was just too immature at that time. Like we were all we just talk, then, I would we just were... talk a lot, man. And it, it's it was definitely a job for like young kids, though. Definitely, but the thing is, is that um, uh, the uh, the our <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. The boss was a little bit of a tyrant. Like what she said goes. You don't like it? Too bad. Um, uh, she had her set rules, and they're not necessarily right. Uh, the way of her, the way that she would think, she would micromanage. The way she would run the company wasn't wasn't one hundred percent right. And I know she had good intentions to do with what she was doing, but um, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you you would know that is not would not be approved um, would not be approved actions for a nonprofit. I'll just leave it at that. I won't go into details with anything else, and neither will Angel. So don't say anything. Uh, no, I'm not gonna get into it. But, <laughs> I already know. No, no, I'm not gonna get into it. But I'm just surprised me and you did not get fired because of all the pranks you played on each other. Oh, dude, I know. I mean, there was a time where yeah, I almost got fired, but yeah, uh, I remember when we got they, written up. <laughs> we're almost, dude. I have like five write-ups at that place. Like you get write-up for freaking doing anything. <laughs> I playing with a yo-yo. Oh yeah, <laughs> one of the guys got fired for playing with a yo-yo. Um. He was on he was on his way out though. Lame. I mean, but aside from that, I mean, working for that place is pretty cool. I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I do I do like I did like working for that company. 
for the, I mean, I mean, that was pretty loyal to it, man. For the four years that I was there, man, that's pretty crazy. But, um, trying to think of what else, man, what else we could talk about. Andy, you got anything else, man? Anything on your mind? Not necessarily. I mean, I just like talking about all this stuff just takes me back to, you know, when we were a little bit younger and when, like now look at us. It's it's actually kind of nice so to reflect. Easy, man. Yeah. It was, dude. Even though like <laughs> and I know like it sounds bad, but I actually had a veteran throw a burger at me and <laughs> like that always left a sour taste in my mouth. I'm like cuz he was like you're not like you should make it better since I'm a veteran and I'm like nobody asked you to serve, sir. And I got around. I mean, I, you, you get some of those, man. You get you get those, man. You get some of those that are like the thank you for but thank you for it, my service. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that's really, rare though. Really rare. I, I, not to not to speak down on the military, right? I'm really grateful for most of them, but uh, yeah, the, that one a hole that I got, not a fan. No, thank you. Um, but yeah, um, and then I had coffee thrown oh, at me sucks. once. Uh, like, like I'm telling you, dude, fast food people like they're they're ballistic when when over food. Like I never understood why. It's like <laughs> it's just food. But yeah, um that one was probably one of the like better moments though. Cause like she threw the coffee and she like thought I was gonna catch it and I didn't. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> like oh man, I was about to let it fly. My bad, my bad. <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay, I'll just end that story because I get real heated when I remember that. <laughs> you're good, man. You're good. You're good. Uh, Angel, you got anything to add, man? You know, nothing. You know, just where you start right now, you won't be in the future. Just keep trying. If you're going to school, you know, um, get that degree. You know, um, life's hard, but life's life's hard, but life's but you know what? harder without a degree. Yeah. Yeah, good. that's good advice. I, I, right agree, I agree with that. Because even though everyone says, oh, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, I'm going to do this, I'm going to open up my own business, sometimes people don't make it through that. So what's the best, second best thing? Just pick up a trade, go get in, even an associate, uh, go to a trade school, go to uh, STVT, just go do something, and you'll be making more than what you are right now. When all those fails, just sell Urban Life. And, urban life. <laughs> and let's be honest, all these like because I, I i hear a lot of them at work yeah i'm gonna start my business and stuff and it's like let, let's be real starting a business is probably yeah. the hardest thing you can do it, it like the amount of dedication you're gonna need and stuff and and you know you don't get to take days off like you you, you are the company you know so if you're not ready for that then you know for probably not for you but if you are you know absolutely go for it you know don't be afraid and and just you know, chase your dream. If 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 you really feel passionate about it, give it a try. That way, you can yeah, say definitely. That you try. I I I wanna, I I wanna have a well, I wanna have a restaurant. I think, um, food is a big thing, like a good a big hobby of mine. I, I love food and, um, all that stuff. Like I mean, obviously I like eating it because I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't like <laughs> eating food. Um, but yeah, I wanna have like a sports like a sports bar. Um, and I have like all these like m- all these ideas that I have with it, and kind of um, like double days. Uh, well, it's gonna be like yeah, like a sports bar. Yeah, I mean like a sport. Yeah, I would like stuff like that. But I mean, I, I you know, I, I totally see like, um, you know, I already I already have you know the way that I'm gonna run it. 
you know, the type of food that I'm going to have. It's just going to be bar food, like wings, burgers, um, like fish tacos, stuff like that. Like, you know, I want to have the games on it. Like, I want to do all these things, like, for veterans also, like, you know, 10 or 20% off, like, the food, the whole the whole tab for veterans. Like, I want to have all these, like, cool drinks, like, a cool drink. Menu. Like, I want to have all this stuff, right? Uh, but Lucy's like, you know, we're never going to have time to do any of that until, unless you quit your job. And so I thought, like, man, maybe if I retire, like, I can, you know, I can, I can invest so much into this restaurant. And thinking about it, like, and I'm thinking about it, like, how much money it's going to cost. It's going to cost so much money. Just to, just to get a place going is hundreds of thousands already. It's crazy, dude. Especially if you want, like, a yeah, nice location. I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, nobody wants a little rinky-dink place, right? Um, I mean, and, and I, I don't want it to be necessarily small, but I don't want it necessarily, like, humongous. Probably, like, a, I would say maybe, like, a little bit bigger than a shenanigans. Maybe, like, the bar. Maybe, like, the bar. No, not the bar, not the bar. Maybe, like, the doghouse. Like, that type, that big of a, you know, space. That could not work, too big. I- Doghouse only sucks because it's so crowded. But I mean, if they had tables and stuff, you could totally make that work. Yeah. Which is what a restaurant would yeah, be. You definitely. Know, so. I, I'm, I mean, I, it's, it's just a dream of mine. I mean, that's one dream that I, I hope I can achieve one day. Um, so let's move on to the last segment, man, of the podcast before we end it. How about that? All right, bro. Let's, do, let's go back to the Woody Rabbits, man. You can only hear one song for the rest of your life. Bohemian Rhapsody or The Ring of Fire? Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Bohemian oh, Rhapsody. By far. Yeah, by far. What? <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Bro. Yeah, by far. I have to go against you guys, man. What? Okay, I was going to say, please don't say that, bro. Ring of yeah, Fire is like, like, really good, yeah, but it's Ring not that good. good. But Bohemian Rhapsody slaps. I'm, well, I'm more of a country guy, either way. So, so I mean, that's, you know. I like that's, too, that's I like my rock. Yeah, you like Luke Bryan this way. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, Luke Bryan's Is Luke Bryan like frowned <laughs> yes. upon in the country or what? He se- he sells records, man. Don't get me wrong, but I don't I don't consider that. Play country. the game, play the game. I, I'm 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 the I'm the more traditional like um Alan Jackson, Tracy Lawrence, Garth Brooks, the Conway, Conway Twitty, George Jones, Hank Jr. Um, yeah, dude, I mean, I, I like the older, older country for sure. Like, that's just my, that's my thing, man. Like, I, right. I prefer to listen to that than today's country. Today's country is absolute garbage. I like saltgrass, man. Saltgrass is pretty good. Yeah, man. Like George Strait, <laughs> oh, trash. Dude, talk bad about the king. <laughs> Don't talk bad about the king. <laughs> Do not talk bad about the king, bro. <laughs> Picks Bohemian Rhapsody. No. <laughs> what's, the next, what's the next? Uh, go on. Would you rather cut off one of your fingers or pay $5,000 of your own money for the person you hate the most to go on a spa vacation? I'd rather cut my finger off. Finger. Ah. What finger? Uh, your thumb. No, no, I'll pay $5,000. Oh, that no, sucks. No, nah, I'd rather, for, yeah, I'd pay for the five grand. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Dude, legit, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. I'll cut off my pinky because it's useless, but I'm not cutting off a thumb. No, nah, no way. I'd rather pay the yeah, five grand. Yeah, I think grand. five grand isn't that, that big of a payout. 
Like it's not it's not that big of a dent. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I mean, with I the mean, right I person though, if yeah, you like, they they could go on a cruise. Yeah, they could do like that's a heck of a spa though. Dang, that's pretty. Yeah, I mean, I I, I didn't think about the circumstances of that. Like, I didn't I didn't think that it would make a difference with with what finger. Okay, was I I I I forgot which one. Yeah, I definitely. I, I, had, I had a question to ask you guys, but I I can't remember. I honestly cannot remember. Um, I'm sorry. Let's just keep on. Let's just keep on keep on talking. Would you Would you rather pick a fun way to die or never to die at all? I would rather pick a fun way to die, and I'll tell you why, man. Because living forever, especially like if the circumstances that you're going to watch everybody you love die, I'd rather die in a freaking epic way. <laughs> like I'll get eaten by a shark or something. <laughs> That's not really that much of an epic way, though. Okay, then. All right, let me think of something. Then. Yeah, Give me a second. I, I, I well, you guys answered, though. I can't. No, I can't with the other option. I don't know. I mean,. Even though living forever, though, that pretty like imagine yeah, all the things you're gonna lot, see. You see I'm pretty sure that, like that, that is pretty. Oh, you know what? That does kind of suck, though. Like you it's see, it's know. a big trade-off. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll take uh, I'll take yeah I'll take skydiving for five thousand. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's how you would pick to die. That's that dude. That's so painful. Nah, though. you're just gonna you're breaking everything. You're just gonna splat, dude. If you're falling, if you're falling for thirty thousand or what is it, like ten thousand feet? If you hit the floor, you're they're gonna they're yeah. gonna have to mop you up. So you won't feel anything. You'll be dead instantly. That or maybe yeah, I think maybe yeah, you're dead. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then how, how would you die, Angel? Skydiving. I would have to say skydiving. I copycatter. There is no other way. I'm not gonna get eaten by a shark, bro. I have a good one, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure y'all are all gonna have. Uh, this okay, you can tell this question is written by a Libby. Would you rather have a sleepover at Donald Trump's house or Hitler's house? Donald Trump. Okay, yeah, well, come on. Libby. Like whoever wrote that Libby. can I yeah, go for it. can I say a word, Chris? <laughs> You're a piece of shit for whoever wrote. Well think about it. Even if you are a liberal, even if you hate you you despise Donald Trump. If you live in Donald Trump's house, you don't necessarily have to be in the same room with him. You can, and he, yeah, I mean, you don't have palace, to be dude. there with him. I mean, you can like just avoid him the entire night. It's whatever. I'll give you that. Hitler's house. I don't think Hitler had so much money, so I think he probably lived like in a studio apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they had a. I mean, he was yeah. only like the freaking dictator of all countries, <laughs> but not not as big as Trump's. Okay. No, yeah, dude. And then, like, obviously, Trump's is, like Hitler's estate doesn't have Iv- Ivanka. She's like She's ten out of ten. I think I think the first lady Melania. She's a special yeah. dude. Say, say yeah, what you want. I mean, say what you want, man. Lie. But. She she's a lot better to look at than Michelle Obama. She looks like a man. 
Yeah, and you are gonna get torched for that comment. I just, I hope you know. Yeah, I hope you know that. Like, <laughs> really, I mean, you, I mean, I mean, really, I mean, whether whether you like I said, whether you like Donald Trump or not, whether you like Obama or not, you mean to tell me that aesthetically, as I mean, is that Michelle Obama is aesthetically more pleasing? Is aesthetic more aesthetic more aesthetically pleasing than Melania Trump? No. And you see, and in that sense, you're entitled to that opinion because. You, you, people can't tell you like you can't like her. No, she's yeah, hot. She's I just hot. you know I just don't think. And that, she is. Yeah, Michelle Obama's not. That sorry, I mean that's that's my opinion. I, I at least. Yeah, why, I, why, I, why, I agree why, with why that. Can't I go I'll, there I'll with be that? honest. Why? I mean, why? Why? I mean, is it just because it's a, it just because it's Obama's wife? It's not so. It's just because it's Obama. It's not so much us, man. People love Obama, <laughs> even though he's. <laughs> terrible <laughs> i would go more the more politically correct answer it's it's the political climate we're in man with everything that's happening but at the same time it's like well you don't have to yeah. watch i mean yeah um but yeah no uh, and like and you see like me i'm not a like a i don't dislike Trump, in love but i'm not him. like yeah mm, you know like yeah but he's definitely better than Biden. Yeah, I mean, I'll, by a long I mean, shot, I'll yeah, admit that. I think, um, you know, the, the last election I didn't vote, and I, I could have voted. I just, I just, you know, I just didn't. I just felt like I actually did vote, vote for um, Rodham. For Rodham. Uh, <laughs> no, dude, no. Nah, for, for, Rodham for is Hillary. No, actually, who? No, I don't. I don't remember who. Who was the? The Republican, who was the second for the Republican candidate? Uh, I think. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> no, yeah, but he, he got, got lit he up in the debate. Third. They called him fat. He, no like, <laughs> yeah, he just got curb stumped, and and it was so sad to watch because I'm like, you know, every now and then he has a yeah. moment where it's like, yeah, like you know, yeah, sure, I could go with that. And then, like you, and then you don't defend yeah, yourself, you and it's you like, nah, never mind. Some, you don't see it some tough. 2020, Dan Crenshaw, twenty 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 four, baby. Let's yeah, bring Dan it on, baby. Gonna light you it think, up, you know no how um, people usually have like little like uh, trinkets to support their, um, like Trump has the MAGA hats, right? Um, you, you think Crenshaw's gonna right. have the eye patches? Dude, I would and buy people, one. I would buy one show in, up to in his just wearing the eye patch. <laughs> you know, if and it's not even like a ballsy move. If if he wants to poke fun at himself and you know get people to see like, oh, this guy's fun loving, like you know, if he can laugh at himself, like I would do it. I would do the eye patch. Thing. Yeah, I think so. Because it it would make you it would make you so likable yeah, to like move. millions of people. Definitely. And Joe Exotic yeah. gave out condoms. Yeah, they, I mean, damn, Joe Exotic <laughs> was wildin' though. He was awesome, dude. Terrible te- would be terrible as a president, but whatever. Um, so uh, what about the Rock? No, would you no. be dumb for the Rock? I like the I, I like the guy. Don't get me wrong, I like okay. the Rock. You know, I like him in the entertainment business. I love him as an actor, wrestling. He was awesome, legend. Just not a politician. Same thing. Same thing like Arnold, dude. Arnold was the goat. You know, a bodybuilding of, of action movies. Of action movies, dude. Like, yeah. He was the guy for so long, dude. 
I mean, he. I mean, just, just. I just didn't like him as a politician. Yeah, he was governor, what, a, a governor. If I'm not the governor of California. Right? Governor of California. Yeah. He was. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, and people say the same thing about Trump. Like, oh, well, he's an actor. It's he's different. Like, it's a little well, different mean, because he's a businessman. Okay. Yeah, I agree. And my my thing is like, well, if he if he sucks so bad, why do you want another yeah. actor in there? You know, why do you, like, Con- you want Connie up there? And <laughs> yeah, Connie, it's, just, no, it's man. a political stunt. I don't it's, know. It, I'm sorry. It's it's just like a, it, it's it's just a stunt for. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's to get ratings is. on their show, uh, dude. I don't no know, doubt. Dude. I mean, no he already doubt. wants to divorce Kim. He said it publicly already. He wants to divorce her because she was ho- she was hooking up with Meek Mill. That she was trying to make him like that no. movie Get Out. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the dude, tweet. Dude, 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 dude that, it was that on was Twitter. Did you ever see? Did you just see that he called uh, Chris Jenner Chris Jung Un? What? Dude, he called nah. Chris, Chris Jenner Chris Jung Un. I'll send y'all the picture later. It's freaking insane. It's super funny. <laughs> Somebody see, like he he has his moments, dude. When when Kanye's on fire. That guy is just yeah, he's cool, man. Comedy gold. Cool. Not a not a president though. Definitely not a, yeah, not. not a president though. I think if we're looking at, like, but we at the same time we have to be like, I guess partial toward towards the left as well, because I'm I'm sure they have some good candidates. I I haven't really researched anybody, um, aside from Crenshaw, just because he he makes such cogent arguments and I really like him. But I'm sure the left has somebody that. That's better than Biden, at the very least. If that's anything, better than it Biden, it would have been Bernie Sanders, dude. I, I think. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I, yeah, I think I, Sanders should have been. I don't it. know how Biden got it, honestly. And they screwed oh, yeah, in they screwed 2016, it dude. It should have been the DNC thing. Yeah, um, but I mean, yeah, I, I honestly, honestly, dude, I got, I, I mean, if if Bernie would have won, if Bernie would have won the Democratic nominee. It would have been it would have been a different story with this election. Like Trump, Trump, yeah, Trump. Yeah, right now it's a runaway, dude. I think, especially with all this is going on, if Sanders was there, he would have maybe he would have maybe won it. And I was yeah, and I was dude. saying that now, nah, dude, Bernie's not gonna win. He never had a chance. But I think the way that things are going right now, and Bernie was on the other side, I, I he'd have been a yeah, freaking mega dude, star, dude, for, uh, for, for the media, without a doubt. But all politics aside, yeah, um, we should. Uh, we're already coming. To, we're nearing the end of the podcast here. So, uh, do y'all have anything else you y'all want to say before we end this thing? Yeah, this was fun. That's what I have to say. This was a lot of fun. I, I really like talking with you guys, man. It's it's. Fun. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's great. Um, it's great. Yeah, we're we're not in the game chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. My yeah, apologies. Uh, shout out to you, Andy. My Andy, apologies. Uh, for y'all that don't know, uh, Andy has a podcast too. Um, it's available on, on Spotify, Anchor. Um, I think anywhere that podcasts are available, actually. That's called Adventures with, Adventures with Andy. Uh, check it out, man. He's got, he released a, a new episode uh, this week, actually. He released one. Pretty good. Pretty good. It's a little opinionated, but if you're not afraid with other people's opinions, you know, by all means, give it a listen. Check it out. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the only thing I can, I think I can, you know, anybody should really take away from, uh, from the podcast today is, is, uh, don't be, don't be complacent. Always, you know, reach for the stars. Um, always, you know, always, always be willing to go, yes. to go up. 
Um, it's better, you know, you, I think, uh, I think that the more, the more that people, um, strive to be better and whatever they do, whatever craft it is that, um, you know, I think, I think the better that everything, the, I mean, country, the country would probably be, probably be, I think I'm just rambling at this point. I'm pretty tired, but, um, again, going back, I'm sorry, you know, just don't, don't be, don't settle for anything less. I mean, you, you're in control of your destiny. You're in control of where you go in your life. Um, so, I mean, grab it, you know, grab it by the reins and, and, you know, and take off with it. I mean, don't, 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 don't be yeah, dude. okay with, with hitting the roof. If you're hitting the roof, leave that building and go somewhere else. Search for higher ceilings. Search for a ceiling that you'll never be able to touch. I think that's really important. That's, you know, that, that, that the, you'll, you'll never be able to touch because, you know, your opportunities in that building are endless. And, and, you know, whenever you're, you're, you're pursuing a career, always pursue, um, your destination don't don't pursue what other people want you to be you're in control of your life you do what you need to do in your life um and pursue your your and pursue what you want to do with in the end of the day it's it's going to be your happiness i mean yes that's going to be something you're going to be doing for the rest of your life and definitely invest your time your effort into it and it'll just it'll pay off you'll never have to work a day in your life probably made no sense but Oh, uh, sure. It makes it makes sense, bro. <laughs> no, it makes sense, dude. I like that. I I like that. Talking about complacency is important, man, because it like we're not trying to crap on anybody's parade. You know, we're just saying, hey, you know, yeah, want more for yourself. That that that's always a good thing. You know, you should want more for yourself. And if you don't, maybe you know, reflect and take a second and see. You know, if you're not happy where you are, then you know, maybe yeah, it's, I think it's, it's time it's also to make some changes. To step back, assess where you're at in your life. Look at yourself in the mirror. Are you where you want to be? Are you the way you want to look? And if it's not, then you need to change it. Yeah, and, and like, um, if, if I can leave with one last thought, it would be, you know, don't be afraid to go the extra mile. Because, yeah, the extra mile kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie. Not everybody does it. But, the you know, that extra mile makes yeah. 10,000 miles Definitely. of difference in the long run. And if, Angel, you want to end with anything? Well, yeah, you know, um, just pretty much, yeah, just to reach for the stars and just do what you want to do. But um, in the meantime, like, uh, if you are like in retail, if you are working in a in a restaurant or somewhere, be be the best way you can, be the best boy, best bus boy as you can. But want more for yourself. You are gonna have a family in the future. You are gonna want to provide for them. So, do something. You know. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, be, be the yeah. If you're flipping burgers, be the best burger flipper you can be. Definitely, you know. See, that, that's where I have respect for somebody. If you're gonna be a burger flipper, be the best one. Have always have a smile on your face. I'm always gonna come back to you. Like for example, if you're with my waiter, and I see that you did a good good job, then I'm always gonna come back to you and ask for you, and you expect a good tip from me. Definitely. I mean, you, yeah, you you for 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 the effort that you set somebody gives. I mean, you will be rewarded for it. Yeah. That's just true. just remember, just remember that the harder you work, the harder the payoff. Um, so yeah, guys, thanks, thanks again for, uh, listening to the third episode of the podcast. We really appreciate it. And thank y'all for sticking it out this long. Um, that's what she said. Um, you know, this whole time, I mean, we, we, we really appreciate it. And, uh, until next time, guys, peace. Peace out. Yeah.